How are music therapists changing the lives of people in Canada? What is the latest research and trends? You are tuned into the Canadian Music Therapy Podcast, and we will explore these questions with our guests today. Let's get started. Welcome to the Canadian Music Therapy Podcast. We are your hosts, Adrian and Kathy. On today's show, we welcome Sawyer Garrity from Miami and Valley Adams from Tampa, Florida. Sawyer shares about her personal experience of the school shooting at her Parkdale, Florida school in 2018 and the not-for-profit organization she co-founded as a result. Sawyer also tells us more about how she was drawn to music therapy as her field of study and some additional challenges on her journey to heal. Valley shares the mission and vision for Shine MSD, along with a unique initiative called the Instrument of Hope and its impact around the world. And here's a little more about Sawyer. She is a senior at the University of Miami's Frost School of Music, studying music therapy. She uses music to help cope with her problems in the world. And while writing Shine with her close friend, Andrea Pina, Sawyer realized the full power that music has on people and its healing properties. She hopes that with the Shine MSD Foundation, people from her community can find ways to express themselves through art and start the healing process. She truly believes that art has the power to transform us all. And here's a little more about Valley. She is the founder and CEO of Etta Valley Solutions LLC, which is a national consulting firm specializing in sustainable revenue development in the not-for-profit sector that's based in Tampa, Florida. She represents Shine MSD as their acting executive director and nonprofit consultant. She's also a licensed Florida auctioneer and MC with the incredible team at Alpert Enterprises. And she's a number one international bestselling author of Yes, I Can, 16 Success Secrets from Inspiring Women Around the World and collaborator in the number one Amazon national bestseller, The Impact of Influence. Welcome to the podcast, Sawyer and Valley. We are excited to have you both join us today from Florida. Hi, thank you so much for having us. (laughs) I first want to start with you, Sawyer. Can you share with us uh, more about how Shine was created? Okay, well, I went to high school in Parkland, Florida. I went to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. And at my high school on February 14th in 2018, we had a school shooting that resulted in 17 of our members from our community um, getting killed and then a few others getting injured. And it really just left the rest of us emotionally traumatized. Just the whole community was kind of in shambles after this happened. It really devastated a lot of us. Um, And afterwards, my friend Andrea and I, we were together at the time for the event and we really didn't know how to cope. We were just watching news feed like footage in and out every single day and I think it was about a week after the shooting where Andrea texted me and said why don't we just try and write everything we're feeling out into a song because that's something we had done before and it's something that we both expressed um, releasing our emotions with was music so I've never written a song with anyone before and I didn't really know what to do but I went over to her house and We ended up just writing the whole song in like an hour. It just came out so naturally. And it was just, I remember after finishing the song, like we just felt this huge pressure just kind of lifted a little bit. It didn't really fix 
the deep um, rooted issues, obviously, but it did give us that moment of relief that we needed and we were looking for. And after that, we ended up showing the song to our drama teacher and she was able to get us to perform at the CNN town hall and things just kind of spiraled from there. And after the town hall, we had the opportunity to record the song and create our nonprofit. And we didn't really know what to do at first with the nonprofit. We were a little uh, lost because we were two 16-year-olds who had just experienced this huge traumatic event. We didn't really know what to do. But we knew that we wanted to help our community heal in the way that Shine helped us heal. So we wanted to provide um, resources and an outlet where people can use music and use different arts to really just express everything that they were feeling. And we want to just give that back to our community because we feel like we received so much support for Shine that we wanted to give that support back. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. I was going to ask, you know, how old were you at the time? But you mentioned you were 16 years old. And of course, yeah, it would be so was, difficult. <laughs> yeah, I was 16. And my friend Andrea Pena, who I wrote the song with, um, mm-hmm. she was 15 at the time. So we were very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and to think about starting a, a not-for-profit organization, was that just something you were talking about, wanting to give back? And, and that's sort of where it evolved from? I didn't really know much about nonprofits before this. I mean, I didn't really have a need to know anything about it. And then this happened. We didn't really want to take any of the money or the the donations that we were getting like for the song because it just didn't feel right. We just didn't want to take any of that. So we created the nonprofit uh, kind of just as a place to hold the money until we figured out what to do with it. And then we figured out, okay, we can provide these resources and find a way for people to use music and use different arts in order to express everything that they've went through and everything that they're feeling. And through that, we met a few music therapists. Um, One in particular who really helped us a lot was Brie Gordon, who works with CatPB, which is Creative Arts Therapy of Palm Beaches. She helped us so much. She kind of introduced me to what music therapy was and showed me, okay, so you can actually use music (laughs) in a medical sense to help with traumatic events and with PTSD. So she really showed me what it was and taught me what it was. And from there on out, we kind of figured, okay, we want to be able to provide this to the kids in our community and the kids who are at our school who need it. That's amazing. And so how did you connect with a music therapist? I don't really remember. I Mm. think it was just, she heard about the song and she heard about our mission statement and what we were trying to do and the goals that we wanted. And she um, reached out to us and was like, this is exactly what music therapy is. I'm not sure if you know what it is, but she kind of explained it to us and explained what she does. And it really resonated with us. Um, And we ended up working with her and she helped us create our, um, our main, which is Camp Shine. So we created the first year, the first trial run, I guess, of Mm -hmm. this program that we have called Camp Shine which originally was music therapy, art therapy, and drama therapy all catered towards Douglas students. So the first year we had, I don't know how many people, I would say 20 to 30 Douglas um, and Parkland students Mm -hmm. who were all there or in some vicinity witness to the shooting. So we did try to make it very therapy focused for that first year. And she really helped us create that core um, foundation for our camp. 
I love the intention behind it. And it's just so natural and amazing that you've attracted such great people. And so how was it for you? You had to, you were creating all of this great stuff, the song and the camp and having all these new connections, but you were also healing yourself. What was that like? It was definitely very challenging at times because I created this song as something that was just supposed to be for me and Andrea, like a way for us to heal. And then it kind of spiraled a lot quicker than we had intended it to. And like within a few months, Andrea and I had like sang the song over a hundred times. There was definitely a lot of burnout and a lot of pressure put on both of us to kind of create this thing that was healing for other people. So the idea of personal healing and, and, um, personal growth and really just taking time to like look back and heal on what we have went through was kind of pushed to the side because we were focusing so much on how we could help other people. So I definitely think there was a lot of burnout that resulted in that while at the same time, after we learned the balance between working on shine and taking care of our own personal needs, after we really learned that balance, it became much more of like a therapeutic thing and a lot more of a safe space for us because after we really um, worked through that burnout and worked through all of those struggles that we were having shine became a place for us to just be it just became a place for us to just be and we really reconnected with why we created in the first place which was to heal and to have this safe space so it was really difficult at first Um, figuring out that balance because it's really easy to just throw yourself into something, especially when you're really passionate about it and there's a lot of emotion behind it. But once we figured out that balance, it really became a safe place for us and became a place of healing. Sawyer, we're so grateful to have you here with us today and to hear your story. And it is such a powerful lived experience that you've had of, um, first of all, living through such a difficult trauma, losing friends and teachers, and then to find music as um, a way of soothing and uh, working through everything that you've that you've had to go through and i met you because your your professor is dr cheryl jones who's a colleague of ours a canadian music therapist who is teaching and can you tell us a little bit about your own personal path then going on to study music therapy i didn't know what music therapy was until we created shine i I had no clue it even existed. I think that's pretty common for a lot of people who are interested in music and psychology. It's like they don't really know until they get to college and they see, oh, this is a thing. I was applying to colleges and nothing really felt right. I was a theater kid growing up. I thought that's what I wanted to do. I thought going to school for theater, getting a BFA, I thought that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. But as I was doing Shine, I realized how much the psychology part of it and how much music impacts the brain really interested me. And I started reading all these books about it. And then that's how I kind of found out what music therapy was. I auditioned originally at the Frost School of Music for songwriting. I didn't audition for music therapy. And I auditioned for songwriting and music business. And that's what I went for my first year for because I went and I was like, okay, I can still do the performing. And then maybe I'll get my master's in music therapy. 
But the more I was doing it and the more I was doing research and I was meeting all these people who were teaching music therapy at my school, I realized that that was really the path that I wanted to go down. So I ended up changing my major after my freshman year and I switched into the music therapy program and I've loved it ever since. It's really just all I want to do. I love music and I love being able to help people. So it's all such a natural evolution, how this un- has unfolded for you. And also, I mean, I just want to comment how incredible it is that a 16-year-old, <laughs> you know, decided to find a way to use the resources that came to you to be able to help your entire community and to help so many others in a way that that you had discovered was helpful for you. I just think that's really, really powerful. Now, I'm wondering if there were some other challenges that happened along the way that you had to overcome. Yeah, well, speaking on the um, resources and giving back thing, I think one of the biggest challenges was um, the guilt. There was a lot of guilt associated with Shine for me personally, because I felt really bad for a lot of the attention we were getting. And it was really difficult to deal with for a really long time. I was, um, to be completely candid, when we were doing performances, I would have panic attacks because there was just so much guilt associated with getting attention for something that I felt I shouldn't be getting attention for because I didn't feel like I earned it or deserved it. So we realized as we were working through it that we created this organization, we created this nonprofit to help people. And at the end of the day, if we are helping people and if we are able to give back to our community, that's really all that matters. So it definitely took a long time to work through that. I do think PTSD, survivor's guilt, all of that is very tricky. It's a very tricky and complex thing and it's different for everyone. So it's really hard to work through, but we did, for me personally, I did end up working through it and I was able to get to a place where I felt comfortable and confident with shine. And I felt like this is something that I definitely want to do. And I, and I, it's needed. We need to give back because if the, like, I want to be able to help not only our community, but other communities who have gone through this too, because it is such an issue in America. Um, Gun violence really does affect so many different communities. So just being able to help other people who have experienced what we experienced is something that helps me overcome and work through that. I would say another challenge that we had to face was uh, COVID, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, COVID happened at a really unfortunate time. We just started getting the camp kind of in this routine where we just kind of figured out our groove. We figured out how to do it. We had kids who were coming back um, from previous years to do the camp and asking when we were going to do it again. And then COVID hit right before summer. And we couldn't do our camp. And we were kind of just at a standstill for a while. We didn't really know what to do. Um, And a lot of Shine's purpose kind of got pushed to the side because we were dealing with this whole new thing that we had never experienced before. So we didn't really have time to work as much on Shine as we wished we could have. Um, And it was something that kind of just had to be pushed to the side for the time being. We did have zoom classes we had a zoom songwriting course led by kim and will scharnberg who are both wonderful composers and songwriters um and we had some resources that we gave out to the community i know in the beginning of covid we gave out little art packages um for people to bring home and do art with their family things like that 
but it really did just put us on a standstill. We didn't really know what to do. And then after when things have started returning to normal now, that's kind of where we're at now. And we're kind of now working to figure out how to get back to where we once were. Thank you so much, Sawyer, for sharing all of that and for being so transparent. I, can, I can't even imagine how challenging this has been. And then to create something that's bigger than you are, you know, it's, it's really going to help a lot of people in time. And we're also really fortunate to have Valley here with us today. And Valley, we'd love to hear about what the future of Shine MSD looks like. Sure. Well, I mean, I'm here for the nonprofit side of things. Obviously, my job and my role is to take that beautiful, inspiring story that you just heard from Sawyer and actually share that with the world and make sure that the nonprofit side continues to thrive and blossom. And like Sawyer said, you know, kind of, you know, re almost we're revamping in a way because when Shine was started, it was really about healing and inspiring hope for the directly impacted students of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, right? And now those students, um, because of Sawyer and Andrea and because of Shine, those students are thriving. They've, they've grown up, they're in college, they're adults, and they're, they are doing amazing and thriving. So now it's how do we continue to harness this power of the arts and continue to help our students and our young adults, just like Sawyer and Andrea were held, right? So that's what we're doing. We're looking into the future. Um, we're looking at continuing to grow our camp again. We are still providing Camp Shine in the summer, which will include uh, music and songwriting. Sawyer's actually leading that this summer, which is so exciting. Um, we also have a musical theater and we do workshops throughout the year. And, you know, to what Sawyer said too, um, I have so many uh, people ask, you know, how do we get shine? How do we get shine where we're at? Because um, I just had someone this week say, if we only had a shine here in New Jersey, like we would be able to, you know, hopefully we could prevent or we could help or we could heal. And, and so that's really, really how I got brought into it is to look at our mission and, and our, and our new mission, just so everyone knows is, is really providing teens and young adults, the skills to cope, heal and overcome emotional challenges through music, art, and drama. And so we're going to move forward with this new um, mission and our new, um, you know, goals. Something else which is really interesting, and, and it's part of Shine as well, and, and, and it's called the Instrument of Hope. And it was an incredible instrument that was inspired by the song Shine, which was by Sawyer and Andrea, right? But this instrument, it is a trumpet, and the trumpet was created of uh, bullet casings. It is actually made and from bullet casings. And it's to provide healing and hope through the power of music and art. So our goal is for the instrument of hope to be shared throughout the world as it has been. It's been traveling the world. And it, it really is a powerful and playable living piece of art. And it provides music and healing and hope for for future generations. So that's something else that we are going to continue to um, utilize as a catalyst for Shine, um, again, to provide hope and healing through music, much like our camps and workshops that we're doing as well. So just a lot of different things on the horizon, but um, I'm very honored and proud to be a part of it and uh, help this incredible and, and such an inspirational and powerful story continue to be shared and continue to grow so that we can heal 
and overcome and provide these incredible skills to our teens and young adults and heal through the arts. So. Uh, it's so powerful. And it's, and like I said a moment ago, Sawyer, it's, it's, it's reaching so far. It's, it's become um, something that's going to help people that you're, you're never going to meet, but you're going to touch. And to have this instrument of hope um, kind of sounding, <laughs> sounding the, the word around the world, sounding, reaching out to everyone. And so I think I want to ask you one more question, Sawyer, is um, how does that feel to you now? Yeah, it's definitely really crazy to think about because when Andrea and I wrote Shine, we were just two teenagers who went through something that no teenager should ever have to go through. And we were just doing what we knew, which was putting our emotions down into music. And it's the only thing we knew and we really didn't expect it to grow and become what it is now. So I think it's just really crazy to think about. Um, and I'm really fortunate to have had the people supporting us along the way, because without that support, it really wouldn't be able to have been what it is now. And I think I'm just, I'm really thankful because there's been a lot of support and there's been just so many different people that we've been able to help. And it's just, it's just really wonderful to think about. Well, we're all thankful to you for stepping into this. And um, what we'd love to do now, with your permission, of course, is share your song on the podcast with our listeners so that they can hear the song that started started all of this. Yeah, of course. Thank you. And before we play, I just want to thank you both for being with us today. We're so grateful to have your voices um, and to share this story and vision and amazing program that's going to help so many people. Threw my city away. You tore down the walls and opened up all the gates. You, you ruined this town. You burned all of the bridges and you slowly let us drown. down we'll get back up again you may have hurt us but i promise we'll be stronger and we're not gonna let you in we're putting up a fight you may have brought the dark but together we will shine the light and whoa we will be something special Gonna raise up our voices so we'll never ever fall. We're done with all your little games. We're tired of hearing that we're too young to ever make a change. But 
Thank you for joining us on the Canadian Music Therapy Podcast. To learn more about resources from the show, please visit beyondthestudio.ca. Thanks for listening.